0: What's up, everybody? I am Oscar Barkus, and the guy that I'm about to take off on a hunting excursion with to my left is Sam McFadden. And welcome into episode 27 of the
1: SOS Fantasy Football Podcast.
0: So, a little weird this week. We're recording on a Wednesday. Um, kind of funny, this is going back to our roots. I think Wednesday is the day that we normally recorded podcasts last year. Mm-hmm. Um, just had a busy week, and then we're taken off as i mentioned so we cannot record on thursday so it's a one episode a week one unfortunately episode. but it is a doozy oh it's a big one uh we've got our quick questions as always we're hopping into some news um have got some buy lows and sell highs before the fantasy trade deadline mm-hmm. and then as always we've got our starts and sets so i'll uh, i'll go ahead and get
1: us started on our quick questions here trading is a massive part of fantasy football and i would argue that a lot of times you can't win the uh title without at least doing a little bit of trading in there um and i think maybe perhaps the biggest uh obstacle to most trades is the way people uh go about yeah starting the conversation going uh going about talking with the other person So I wanted to ask you, Oscar Barkas, how you like to go about starting the conversation of a trade.
0: It really depends on the person in the league. Um, Some people I know just aren't going to respond to texts, so the best thing is to just send what I think is the most fair offer and see what happens. Um, But most people, I like to send a text to get it started. Um, Usually it's simple. It's just, hey... I'm interested in trading, if you are. And then I'll say something like, rank your... If I'm looking for a running back, I, I say, rank your running backs for me. And then I'll try and put something together. Mm-hmm. That way, it gets them thinking. And then it makes me find a fair offer that I hope they're going to like. So, that's that's how I get things started, the, usually.
1: It's a good point that um, knowing the people in your league helps a lot. A ton. And if you play with them for years, you they everyone has their tendencies oh yeah okay you can oh yeah you can you can know exactly how it's usually going to go for people um i think that it's also it's also very important to recognize where the person stands where their team is at like if you're trying to trade the guy who um maybe in the past he hasn't been so good but this year he's got one of the best teams you're trying to trade that guy he's going to be very difficult to trade. oh yeah you're going oh, yeah. to have to overpay that guy. Yeah, if you're trading a guy who's last in league, it might be a little easier to trade him. Yeah, um, it's all—it's just all about what they what and their, their experience their matters. Team. Yeah,
0: if they're if they're new, usually they're going to stick with what they've got. Um, whereas more experienced guys are more, more willing to part with their guys if mm-hmm. it's an equal offer. So it really depends.
1: I think my best. My biggest piece of advice right now is if you send a trade offer, or if you if you start the conversation for a trade, don't ask the person to set up a trade for you. No. You have to be the one uh-uh. to set up a trade. I don't want to get a message from someone saying, hey, I'm thinking about trading you, and like, great, that's awesome. But then they say, all right, what would you give up for this guy? I don't want that. Send me your trade offer. <clears throat> And on the flip side, if you get a trade offer, talk about it with the guy. Yes. If you, even if you decline it, say explain to them why. And if if you want to, explain to them what they'd have to do to make it work. That sort of thing. So, communication is key.
0: Communication is the biggest part of doing any deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's super important as the trader that you're fair. That you're trying to engage with them. But then, again, like Sam just mentioned, even if... Like, there's a trade I received the other day. There was just no reason for me to accept it. Instead of just hitting decline and letting it sit, that's the worst. Think about yourself in that position. You send out a trade that you thought hard on. If you get immediate rejection with no explanation, that stinks. So normally I try and say, hey, this is why I decline. It's not going to make my team better, so I'm not going to be able to do this. But, and I try and offer some... Other either word of advice to trade someone else or what it would take to work with me.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, trading is a lot of fun, but your league mates have to be into it also for it to really work out. And more often than not, it's going to take you quite a bit of work to, oh, to yeah. get some trades done. Oh yeah, no, we laugh because uh, our our app of choice that we use is Sleeper, and on days where we're trying to get a trade done or we're trying to get multiple trades done. We'll look and see that we've spent six, seven hours of the day on sleep. So it's, I mean, you put into it what you want to get out. Absolutely. All right. uh, I'm spinning it the other way, going back to the NFL questions. The 49ers, we'll talk about it in a second, have just been ravaged by injuries this season. They were second place. In the NFL last year, went to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, had a really great team led by that stellar defense. Yep. A lot of those defensive pieces have been missing. Um, their quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, has been in and out, and it looks like he's out indefinitely now. Their star tight end, George Kittle, has been in and out and is now out for extended period. They just can't stay healthy. With what some would consider their three most important players. Nick Bosa, Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, looking like they're going to be out for the rest of the season. And John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, the general manager and the coach, pretty set in their jobs. Do you think that they tank? Do you think that they try and lose and maybe look for a new quarterback of the future with this upcoming draft?
1: Hmm.
0: They've only won four games. They've only won four games.
1: See, the problem is, four games is more than the Jets are going to have. It's more than the Jags are going to have. There's, se- there's several teams that are definitely going to be lower than them. Yes. That are going to be looking hard at quarterback. Yeah. And I would say there's three guys in the quarterback draft class that are really like, I want that guy. Yeah. You know? Um, so, it's certainly in- an interesting idea. But I feel like I don't know. I I can't see it happen I can't see it happening. I don't. I, I can't personally, either. personally, if I were them, I would probably tank, get the best oh, pick me again, too. Yeah. make the best pick again. I was thinking about this earlier with the Cowboys. Like, why would they try, try and win, win yeah. more games yeah. unless they wanted to make the playoffs? But are you going to win that playoff game? No. no. So like, why wouldn't you yeah. just kind of tank and get a top, you know, five pick, six pick? And make a and get a nice defensive player for that awful defense. Um, and I, I do think the 49ers have certainly thought about this because they're they they're, they're in a crazy good division. They're they're not going to win their division. No, they're not they're probably not going to make the playoffs. They might make the 7 seed at this point. Maybe. And I don't know. I it certainly has to go through your mind if you're their coach, general manager. And whatever.
0: normally the reason that teams in these positions don't do that is the coach and general manager want to hold on to their jobs. Right. But both of these guys are locked in on four-plus-year contracts yeah. with just about the highest stability of any coach in the league. Um, yep. That's why I brought it up. I think, like you said, if I was in their position, I probably would. But they also might want to see what they've got in Nick Mullins. If he's playing well, who knows? And I think that even if they try and tank, they're going to win a few more games cuz that, that yeah, team is that talented team is enough. And like my,
1: my my deal is if they're going to see what they have in Nick Mullins and they're uh, honestly giving him a shot to like maybe be the quarterback, their quarterback, their starting quarterback, what are you doing? Because yeah. is he actually like is is there a, any chances that <clears throat> like do, that he changes the
0: changes no. the team at all? Does not over move Garoppolo?
1: the needle. I don't think so. No. Like if I would I'm, say
0: he's about equal. If
1: I'm looking for a different quarterback, he's got to have a higher ceiling. Yeah, Nick Mullins does not. So, just okay. It'll be interesting to
0: watch. Well, um, I I agree. I mean, it's tough it, coming into the season. They were obvious Super Bowl contenders, but they've just been that defense is a shell of itself right <laughs> yeah. now. Um. All right. Well, let's hop into our news here four teams on by this week again the Browns the Bengals the Rams and the Eagles the only quarterback I can see there that you were possibly starting is Carson Wentz um, but other than quarterback we've got a lot of great skill position players so make sure they're out of your roster all right let's hop into our injury news Aaron Jones has been Uh, out for a few weeks now with a calf injury. He is now doubtful. They play on Thursday, so they're really, I mean, they're doing the same thing that the Panthers have done with Christian McCaffrey. Save your star. Um,
1: Like, he's not going to play on Thursday.
0: and I just don't see it. Like we just talked about, the 49ers, I mean, this is a pretty winnable game for the Packers if they're as good as they think they are. So Certainly. Certainly. um, They're going to rest Aaron Jones. On top of that, A.J. Dillon got coronavirus, their third string running back, Jamal Williams. Their second string running back was considered a close enough contact that he is also out. So all three of their top running backs are out. Tyler Irvin, who's more of a scat back. He really doesn't run the ball a whole lot. And Dexter Williams, who I think was their sixth round pick last year. are the only two guys they've got. They can't bring anyone up from the practice squad. They can't bring anyone in because of the COVID regulations. So they've got two active running backs, and I just think that they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Aaron Rodgers should have a great game. Yeah. Uh, So So should should Devontae Devontae Adams. So so should should, uh, Robert Tunyon.
1: Oh, who's the receiver who's coming back? Alan Lazard is not going to be back. Oh, really? No, not this week. Then never mind. He will next week. It'll be Devontae Adams and Robert Tunyon. Yep.
0: Um, Sneaky MVS game? Wait, is he <laughs> still he can, hurt? Is if he, still... he can catch the ball. Whoever it is, MVS, Equinemius, St. Brown, they're both very fast, pretty talented guys. Yeah. They just have the worst ball-catching ability. It's like they just drafted the same player twice. Yep. Um... All right, moving on. We've got some quarterback news. Gardner Minshew is out. He's got a few fractures in his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, this was expected going into the bye week, and now a week removed. He is out. Um, Jake Luton, the Jags <laughs> sixth-round pick, is expected to start. Yes. He, which, beat, he beat Mike Glennon. Yes. So he beat a former upgrade. NFL starter. It is an
1: upgrade over Mike Glennon. Let me be clear. As a Jaguars fan, I would have been... Listen, it's hard to be a Jaguars fan. It's very hard. We're yeah. a terrible team right now. It's t- it's hard to watch. Gardner Minshew was a saving grace. He's fun. Oh yeah. If they had if they had rolled Mike Glennon out there, I would be very upset. <laughs> I would much rather see Jake Luton. As a Texans out fan, there. the
0: Jags and Texans play this week. Mike Glennon would have been a lot of fun to watch. I, yeah.
1: I would have I would rather see Jake Luton go out there and throw six pick sixes than see Mike Glennon go out there and play it all. So I don't know why he's on the team. But Jake Luton will be playing. Um I'll talk about the Jaguar I'll talk about this game a little bit later in our start sit. But a spoiler alert, it's not looking great for the Jags <laughs> no. It's not.
0: No. But hey, I mean, Gardner Minshew was a seventh round pick the year before that's true so that's true you never know um, hey Ben DiNucci was a was what a sixth seventh round pick he McCau- has now McCau- been McCau- benched yeah so, so he's gone next bit of news he has been benched the Cowboys we've got a former quarterback c- competition here both these guys have been backups in the Cowboys before Garrett Gilbert and Cooper Rush were both brought in off of opposing teams practice squads and this is the uh, QB battle of the century. Oh, right I here. hope
1: it's Garrett Gilbert because, come on, the name. Yeah. It's so good. It's like the opposite. It's the antithesis of B- of a Cowboys quarterback. Yeah. Tony Romo, Troy Aikman, Dak Prescott,
0: Garrett Gilbert. Garrett <laughs> Gilbert. Come on. <laughs> How can he not root for that? So yeah. I
1: hope it's Garrett
0: Gilbert. I, I think that we will most to likely see both quarterbacks in this game. Oh,
1: for sure. They're playing the Steelers. Yeah. Whoever starts is going to turn the ball over and then they're going to throw the other guy out to the wolves and he's going to turn the ball over and the Cowboys are going to lose but the Cowboys are going to put up like 3 points. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, we'll see. Hey, I I said <laughs> that the the game between the Cowboys and Eagles would be more exciting than we think it would be. They scored 9 points. They scored 9 points. Hey, listen. If there has ever been anyone who's
1: questioned me for loving sports, I'm a Jaguars and a Cowboys fan. Yep. It's and I'm a still a year. fan of both of those teams, and I watch every game. Hey, fantasy football so, helps. Fantasy football helps. Not so much. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> um, all right.
0: All right. Moving on. Mention the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo re-aggravated uh, the high ankle sprain he suffered two weeks ago. He looks like he's out for the season. George Kittle suffered a fracture in his foot. Out six to eight weeks. Mm. They could keep him out for the season tevin coleman injured the same knee he injured two weeks ago um there's no real news there but i would guess he's out at least a few weeks yep um the saving grace here is jordan reed he's back he's at limited practice he's still technically on ir technically on ir i would bet he does not play on thursday but he i picked him up
1: if he's on the field, if he plays, you got to play him. Like he's gonna grab a touchdown or something. Yeah. He'll do, he's gonna get targets. Yep, yeah. yeah. Like we Nick Mullins targets tight end George, heavily. when George Kittle has been out. George Kittle's awesome. He's when he's in, he's awesome. When he's been out, that tight end position gets targeted a ton. Still, yeah. it doesn't matter who's playing; they're gonna get a ton of targets. And Jordan Reed, when he's healthy, does things with targets. So, yeah. You know, He's he's a pickup for me for oh, sure. Oh, for sure, absolutely pick yeah. that guy up. Yeah, if he's still case, out there,
0: just in case. Uh, put him on the injured if bench. he's if he's healthy for a few games. He's gonna be good.
1: Yeah, and then he'll get hurt again. Yeah. So and you can drop him, but there you go. All
0: right, uh, some running back news. We'll run through these pretty quick. Kenyon Drake, uh, he had that bad looking uh, leg injury two yeah. weeks ago. Looks like he's going to come back sooner than we expected. He's for sure out this week, but uh, Cliff Kingsbury said that to expect him back sooner. Um, I'll talk about it in a second, but I don't know how much of an impact he makes when he comes back. Yeah, uh, this I, situation. They, yeah, it's tough because he looked so good when he came. He was traded to the team last year. They paid him a bunch of money, they transition tagged him, it was like fourteen million dollars, and he has looked like what David Johnson looked like last year. <laughs> so So he, now that
1: begs the question, Chase Edmonds will look good for the back half of this season. And, and then, then next they'll year, pay him look and bad. then next year he'll just be trash <laughs> yeah. and they'll bring in some the next
0: guy. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, um, I don't know. For at least this week, Chase Edmonds, you've got to start. Oh, absolutely. All right, Jonathan Taylor, quote, has a bit of an ankle issue. Um, Apparently, Frank Reich didn't even know this during the game. He just decided to start sitting him, which is worse than if he had known for sure. Right,
1: so the way I'm thinking it happened is, first of all, I don't know if that's true or not, that he didn't know there was an English... I don't know. But... the, what I think happened is John Taylor had a bit of an angle issue. He knew it. He wanted to play. So he played. Yeah. It hampered him. Frank Reich says, well, this guy's not playing well. I'm going to bench him. Yeah. And then he plays Jordan
0: Wilkins. And, Regardless, uh, he's been very disappointing this year. Definitely not what I expected no. coming out of college and then especially after Marlon Mack went down. I don't know. I this team's gonna look a lot different next year. I think that this is a one and done for Philip Rivers. Um, so it it just depends on how the rest of that team shakes out. Obviously, great offensive line, still a great talent. I I can't call him a buy low. I kind of wanted to in our buy low sell high section. He, he's just a wait and see for me because I think that he'll think still put up some fantasy value. I think it's a buy low for me.
1: Okay. I'd be
0: interested in uh, reaching out to the Jonathan Taylor owner and seeing what they think.
1: Certainly. Yeah. It
0: just depends on how low, because he was drafted super high. So people yeah. still have those expectations. That's fair. Miles Gaskin, unfortunately, uh, suffered an MCL sprain. He is out for three weeks. This kind of popped up right at the trade deadline uh, when the Dolphins traded for. Oh, I can't even remember who the running back is. Someone non consequential. Oh, it was a late round swap, but the team came out and said we did this because Miles Gaskin is out for three weeks. Right. So that's disappointing. He's been really good this year. a A bright spot. Well, not really. I mean, the Dolphins have been good, but yeah, uh, great waiver wire addition. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be out for three weeks. Good news Christian McCaffrey was a full participant at practice today. I think it's all systems go for this week. I, I think he plays as
1: well. I think he plays as well. um he's not going to be out there every snap like he usually is although I, I do want to say I think that he will be out there for almost every snap once he's like fully integrated back in the offense. And I think Mike Davis when Mike Davis is out there, Christian McCaffrey will usually also be out there. Um, yeah, but this first week back, I he'll he's it'll not gonna be like nine. a sixty be, forty yeah, yeah. split. Sure, yeah, which I will still be still think, be fun. Yeah, if they're playing the Chiefs. Yep, it'll um, be a high scoring game. It should be a high scoring game. Christian McCaffrey should get. Plenty of work to make And he want got, to start
0: him. He got more rest than he thought he needed. Right. and so. I mean, who
1: are we kidding? You're not sitting Christian McCaffrey, after, especially after he's been out for, what, six weeks, eight weeks, something we like that? We talked
0: about it last week. There's a select few guys where even when they return off of injury, you start. Mm-hmm. We said that about Dalvin Cook last week. Look what he did. You're very happy you played him. Well, screw that. That guy ruined me on Sunday. Um, <laughs> Sam's a little bitter. He had a, he had a tough me. tough matchup on Sunday. Uh, the, the Dalvin Cook 50 burger is, a, <laughs> really, is a tough to overcome. Really just put me, put me in the ground. All right, we got one more bit of news here. Wide receivers stayed relatively healthy this week, except for Kenny Galladay. He suffered a hip injury pretty early into the game. He's, he got four targets and then was out. Um, yeah. and he's for sure out this week and is week to week from there. I don't know. I hopefully, I mean, uh, uh, he's already been injured this say,
1: year. I would say usually the way I look at it is if they say out this week, week to week after, it's going to be at least 2 weeks. Yep, yeah, for before sure he plays again. I like um, it. like he's not going to play next Sunday. So, I, oof, that's tough. It but stinks. If you have a good team, Kenny Day might be a buy low.
0: Oh, for sure. Might be a buy low, because yeah. he's pretty dang good. Super good and should have a great playoff run. All right, well, let's hop into our trade advice here. You want to start us off with our buy lows? We each picked uh, running back to buy low and sell high on, and then same for the wide receivers. So, Yeah, my running back to buy low is going to be Cream Hunt. Cream
1: uh, Hunt has been disappointing the last couple weeks um He had the backfield all to himself after Nick Chubb went down, yeah. uh, and people thought it was all system, all systems go because he's been playing lights out with Nick Chubb. Certainly, uh, his his uh, carries and his yardage and his well, not touchdown totals because that was already way high would go up. Not really the case. No, it's um, it's kind of flatlined. First couple weeks uh, he was by himself. They played hard run defenses. That was the excuse. This week they played, they played the Raiders, the Raiders in and that game was gross. In the yeah, so that, they should have run the ball that, more. That game was gross. Not a lot happened. Josh Jacobs had a, had a good game that should have been better, but he couldn't put it into the end zone. That's neither here nor there. But Kareem Hunt really was underwhelming. Yeah. He, well, it's tough, because he was underwhelming in his final point total, but every time I saw him run, he would have five or
0: more yards. It was just the coach. not using it. He just didn't
1: get the usage. Yep. Which, like you mentioned, it was sleeting. Like Every time they run him, if they would run him just three times, they get a first down. Yep. They just didn't run him a bunch, which was interesting. So, um, people are panicked on him, I'm sure. I'm a cream hunt owner, and I've it's gone through my mind several times the last couple weeks to try and sell him, certainly. But...
0: Nick, I think Nick coming Chubb,
1: back. Nick Chubb is coming back, and I think Nick Chubb being there only helps him. I think so. He's, it's proven that he's better as a uh, change of pace yep. to Nick Chubb. Uh, the whole workload doesn't need to be there for him. He can t- he
0: can have 50% of it and or put, less. Up, he, he, put he, up just as much. He's one of those guys where he gets three carries, he could have 80 yards. I exactly. mean, he, he breaks a run. Um, now, he is still... Very high up
1: the running back rankings, po- the point total for the season. I believe in our league he's the sixth or seventh running back, which could make it tough to buy low on him. But the yeah, last few weeks have been tough. The last few weeks have been tough enough to where the owner might be willing to sell him. So I would go out, go out there and check him. The last he should be a wonderful running back through the end of the season.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. My buy low, my first buy low here at running back, is Chase Edmonds. So we just talked about it. Um, Kenyon Drake is coming back pretty uh, fast than we thought. Mm -hmm. Um, The Cardinals were on a buy last week, so people may have forgotten how good he was against the Seahawks two weeks ago. He plays the Seahawks again this week. He's going to have a great game. So this is a go trade for him right now. Yep. But the owner might be, the, the manager of Chase Edmonds might be a little up in the air with all those other situations going on. The, coming off the bye, the uh, King and Drake news, mm-hmm. I would just go see what the what the manager values him because I think that this is not just a one, one week play here. Uh, like I said, I think that Chase Edmonds steals the show here and then the Cardinals do the kind of... Oh, Kenyon Drake is still injured. We're going to use that injury to give Chase Edmonds the uh, lion's share. Right. I have
1: one thing that worries me about Chase Edmonds. Well, first of all, he better have a great game because if yeah. he doesn't have a great game, then it's a huge. Then disappointment. I'm pretty sure Kenyon Drake comes back and they'll go back to using him. What both. they were, yeah. So you, he needs to have a good game. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And he needs to continue to be great because if he if he doesn't, they're they're obviously going to go back to a split. Um, I I like Chase Edmonds as a buy low. I don't know how much I'm going to give. I don't, but I don't think where I'm like the price point I'm trying to give is the price point that the people are trying to like. I still think they're those two price points are off a little
0: bit. Um, I think it depends. I think it depends. It depends on who is rostering Chase Edmonds right now. Because if they're a worse team who tried to pick him up as a guy that they can start week to week, and then the bye week and then the other news comes out, you could trade a middling running back two for Chase Edmonds and have a top ten running back for the rest of the season if things go your way. That's true. That's true. All right. Throw us into Cell high. Sell, sell
1: high. Oh, this one hurts. My sell high is James Robinson. <sighs> Start Love the playing man. the music. Love the man. He's been awesome. He was awesome his last game. He had a bye last week, but the week before that he had 30-plus points. Um, but Gardner Minshew's not playing right. He's playing with Jake Luton. Call me crazy, even against the Texans, I don't think he has that great a game. I don't think so either. I think it would be disappointing. I think that people are finally at the point where they're seeing James Robinson as a top 12 guy. Yep. So I think you can sell him at that kind of height. Yep. Um, and I think that I think, I think that this is the highest possible point in which you'll be able to sell him the rest of the season. So why wouldn't you sell him? Because his, his uh, playoff schedule is tough. It's not very good. It's going to be tough on him. If Gar if this Gardner Minshew thing is is lasts a, a few weeks, lasts a few weeks, yeah. especially he's not going to survive several weeks with Jake Luton against NFL defenses. Like nope. that's not going to work. Because um, defenses just hone in on the best player. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just gonna stack the box because yeah. they can stop Jake Luton. So um, I would certainly be trying to sell him for another running back or a great piece. You know, um, maybe. Uh, Inquire about Michael Thomas. That's wouldn't, good... that, wouldn't that be a wild thing? Because <laughs> Michael hey, Thomas a... is coming back, but and he's supposed to play this week. Yeah. He might play this week. There's no guarantee, but he's supposed to. Um, and Michael Thomas, when he plays, I'm still confident that he's one of the best wide receivers in the game. He'll he'll get his points. But that owner might be totally fed up. Oh, yeah. They, 100%. See, a, they see a top 12 hasn't running back one. come in. They see, a, they see a top 12 running back come in. They're like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. So maybe try that out. Anyway, you can you can get a lot for James Harrison right now right now and I think you'd be I think if you keep him his value is just going to shrink.
0: I agree. All right, my uh, sell high here is Todd Gurley. We've been saying this for a few weeks now. Touchdowns they just can't keep up at this pace. <laughs> as much as I'm I love Todd Gurley getting to see him do this on another team kind of rub it in the Rams face has been kind of fun. He's averaging a touchdown a game. That's just not something that people do.
1: No, no. Especially, Especially with the, the, the touches
0: that he's seeing oh. on the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, he if not for the touchdown last week, he would have had five points. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's,
1: he, His touchdowns are saving him in a lot of these games for sure. Yeah. Um, the Falcons are not very good. Um, plus, they have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's still hurt. But they have both of those players on uh, on their team. It's it's just... The ball's not going to keep going to Tiger earlier. He's not no, getting that many touches. It's
0: been less and less throughout yeah. the weeks. Brian Hill got 11 touches this past yeah. week. Not that he's any better, no. but...
1: I have been out on Ty. I was out on Ty Gurley going into this season, and he has proved me wrong. Oh yeah, he's Big been time. great. Yeah. but I mean, we saw it with Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt through the first like six six games of the week, six games of the season had like seven, eight touchdowns, and the last couple weeks he hasn't had it, like it, the re- the regression comes for us all. Oh yeah, it always does, um, and this regression is likely going to come for Todd Gurley in the worst weeks possible. Yes, so you know,
0: he's certainly a sell high. Alright, you wanna throw us into our buy low wide receivers here? Yeah, I can do that. I can do that.
1: My buy low is Robbie Anderson, who's been phenomenal. He's this been season. so good. He's been so good. Maybe maybe the most surprising yep. he's 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 up there for most
0: surprising player He this And Corey season. Davis have oh, been oh, the Corey two Davis, yeah, biggest I wish that I had drafted them in the eleventh round wide receivers. Oh, because yeah. both of them were there. And
1: um so, so you might be asking, well how the heck am I gonna buy low on Robbie Anderson? Well, he only had eight points last week. Yep. DJ Moore has been playing better and better. Yep. And seeing more targets, I think the Robbie Anderson owner is probably a little nervous because oh, yeah. you've had Robbie Anderson all this time. You've been playing him; he's been awesome. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking, "How long does this? It's last? Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Like, should I be? Like, I think every single week the Robbie Anderson owner has been thinking, maybe I should sell him. Maybe I should sell him now. Maybe this is it. And I think you can take advantage of that." You, I think send so him, too. you send him you send him an offer. I I think you can get I think Robbie Anderson is, you know, a top sixteen receiver. I maybe agree. top twenty, somewhere in yep. there. And I think you can get him for a little bit lower than that.
0: Um, he could he could be if you're trading James Robinson for another running back, he could be someone that you're like, Hey, James Robinson's been better this year uh-huh. than whatever the running back you're receiving, toss in Robbie Anderson with him yeah. to make the offer fair. I like that. I like that a
1: lot, actually. Um, and Robbie Anderson, I think that eight points is just about his floor. Like, I think so, too. <laughs> like, the, he's the getting the a targets, ton of targets. The targets
0: that we've been seeing from Robbie Anderson are just another indication of how bad Adam Gase is. Oh. Because oh. all that Adam Gase did was have Robbie Anderson run the routes that Marquez Valdez scantling runs, yeah. which is, like, just run down the field. Just, just run just as fast run as you can. As we'll you see can, if he can hit you. Which is great. Robbie Anderson is perfect for that. <laughs> But he's also shown how capable he is as a number one wide receiver he's so this year. so good. He's been he's so, so good. good. So, uh, I think that what we've seen from DJ Moore the last couple weeks is more of an indication of how the splits are going to go. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, Robbie Anderson is still seeing his targets. And if he had just broken one of those for a long touchdown... Mm-hmm he's he's doing what he's been doing all season. So I, I, I'm with you. Eight points is his floor. If he's your wide receiver two, oh, my God. I love it. I love, I love that.
1: It. If he's your wide – I mean, a lot of you guys, could he could be a wide receiver three. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He, you could make him a wide receiver three, and that's lights out. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. All right. My buy low here is Deontay Johnson. So we've talked about him a lot. He's been – one of, I mean, I think he's one of both of our favorite players. I love him. He's so so talented, and just proved again and again how good the Steelers are at drafting wide receivers. Right. Not fair. However, he's been injured. Yeah. I think he was a buy low like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So he's been injured. Came back from the injury, had a great game. Yeah. And then sees one target, or maybe it was a few targets, but yeah. it was one catch. Yeah. Weird game from the Steelers last week. I
1: mean, okay. You're telling me a wide receiver struggled against the Ravens? Yeah. That's, come on. Like, crazy. It's the Ravens. However. That's a, te- that's a crazy defense.
0: It it all comes together for a perfect buy low for me. It's kind of like the Chase Edmonds deal where there's enough extenuating circumstances mm-hmm. to where you can just throw an offer in the dark and oh, yeah. see what the, the other manager does. Oh, yeah. Deontay Johnson has been injured throughout the season, He's had a few up weeks and then a few down weeks. He's coming off his worst week of the season that he hasn't been injured in. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, I'm gonna make this offer.
1: Yeah, you can. You don't even have to throw like a great piece out there. Throw no, a couple, a couple pieces see what sticks. Like, you're not gonna insult the yeah, Deontay Johnson owner most likely with a, no. with a trade. And I think you get him. Um, I would also like to mention. You might not believe this, but last week was the first week that Deontay Deontay Johnson has played a full game, and that he got less than ten targets. That's ridiculous. That's, That's crazy. ridiculous. That doesn't happen. That's crazy. Wide receivers don't get that type of yep. volume, and yep. he has been. And I think that Ben loves him. And Deontay Johnson is the
0: best receiver on that team by far. So they've absolutely- got a lot of other options, and. I'm not saying that a week like this won't happen again because it could. Yeah, he's got a lower floor than you would like for a wide receiver that you start every week. Mm-hmm. But again, he's a guy that you can throw in. He's you could probably trade your wide receiver three for him and something else. Yeah, and, like, and I think he's got wide receiver top fifteen wide receiver ceiling. Yeah,
1: and the one the one catch week it stinks. That's that's tough. If uh, but he's playing Dallas this week. Yep. Yeah. If he has one target or two targets or something like that, then it's like, well, okay, what's going on? But yeah. He's not. He's gonna have targets.
0: And even if he has three or four targets, he could very well have two touchdowns against the Cowboys. That's true. That's true. All right, we got our sell highs here, and then we'll kick it into start sits.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, my sell high is Antonio Brown.
0: He hasn't played,
1: Sam. I know. I know. He hasn't played. How the heck can you sell him high? Well. Let me, let me just sh- tell you a little a little something about what I think is going to happen with Antonio Brown. I think he is going to play. I think he's going to come in. He, he'll play this week. He's not going to play that many snaps. No, not I think not it's like week. 35% maybe.
0: Max. Maybe. Bruce Arians said something like he could pay, play 10 snaps, he could play 30. Who knows? Yeah. So if 30 so, the max. Yeah, uh, it's, that's...
1: That's, I'm not playing him this week. I'm nope. certainly not playing him this week. Uh, he could he could go in and grab a touchdown or something, yep. or make one good play. He's Antonio Brown. He's very talented, but this team has a lot of options, a ton of options. And I am not the guy. I I I, I personally don't like to put all my chips in on a guy that, frankly, well, first of all, he could be off the team at any moment's notice. Bruce yep. Arians has already come out and said if he does anything, yep. he's gone. Like. I'm not gonna deal with this. Deal with any of it. So if he if he wants to mess around, he's not gonna play for us. So Antonio Brown, I'm not I'm not willing to bet that he'll be with the team the whole
0: season. Yep. He's proven to be. I'm. Oh, I'm not willing to put anything on the fact that yeah, he'll be with the team the I'm, whole season. I'm
1: certainly not. Like I don't even want to. I don't want him on my team, frankly. Unless I could could have picked him up for almost nothing, uh, back on waivers. And then uh, Chris Godwin will might not play this week, but he's certainly going to be back next week. Oh, yeah. And when you have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and then you have the good running game that they got going, and Rob Gronkowski, Granca- like, it's just... You're starting
0: to get into the territory where... It's like, too many options. Can you,
1: can you tell me that Antonio Brown is going to be a consistent option? No. No. No,
0: no and I think he'll have his big weeks. Tom Brady obviously likes him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that what's going to happen is... I'm I'm even starting to get worried about Chris Godwin being consistent. Mm-hmm. I think that there's going to be a big Gronk week and then a big Antonio Brown week and then a big Mike Evans week and then a big Chris Godwin week. And meanwhile, when those guys aren't having their top tier weeks, they're going to have 40 yards, couple catches. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be disappointing. I think that I agree, Antonio Brown. Since he still hasn't played, there's the allure there. Oh, I think you can find. You might
1: be able to find a guy in your league that is super high on Antonio
0: yep. Brown. I think you could probably get a Robbie Anderson or Deontay Johnson and something. Might be able to. Might want to try that. I, I would try like, that if you can. If you like, if I had Antonio Brown, I would
1: certainly say, "Hey, I'll give you Antonio Brown for Robbie Anderson." Yep. Like I hands down yeah I'll do that like that's fine I'll even be like hey I'll give you Antonio Brown and this for obvious like I if I have Antonio Brown I'm trying to get rid of of him for what I can right now because I really do think this is the best he's gonna look unless he comes out this first week grabs a touchdown looks good then you can sell him for more yeah but I think the odds of that are pretty low.
0: All right my uh, sell high is Antonio Brown's teammate Mike Evans and as a manager of Mike Evans in fantasy. This is tough. And especially as an AM fan, love Mike Evans. We've talked about him a lot. He's coming off a week where he had seven targets, five catches, fifty five yards and a touchdown, mm-hmm. with no other great receiver on the team. Chris Godwin's coming back. Antonio Brown's joining the team. How does it look better than that? It doesn't. It doesn't. And so I'm my I'm gonna as someone with him on my team i'm trying to shop him right now see what i can get because mm-hmm. it's it's going to start to get ugly. the name
1: value still high
0: oh yeah it's still real high you can get
1: something formed for him for sure and he's had
0: so many touchdowns he's tied for the league lead mm-hmm. with seven touchdowns he's still like the wide receiver 31
1: yeah cuz he's, he's just not, he's not doing that anything many. else no, he'll get he'll have two catches and two touchdowns for three yards
0: yeah <laughs> it, he, that is a stat line that he put up this yeah year. so like and that's like great
1: that's you know 13 and a half points 14 points but that's it's not enough it's not what you want like you'd like to have some yardage in there yeah so i'm i am fine with moving mike evans i think you can move him for quite a bit and it's like like it's the same we saw about all these sell highs the way you identify as so high is like do i think this guy is at his highest peak right now like like if is he only gonna go down yeah i think so i Silent. think so get also ridden. so and i think mike evans fits into that category all right let's move on here hop into our start sits we'll uh, get through these real quick get you guys off on your on the rest of your wednesdays um my first game of the week is Packers Niners. Thursday night. Thursday maybe. night. Thursday night. We mentioned already that the Packers will be rolling out basically skeletons for their running back team. Meanwhile Packers.
0: the Niners will be rolling out skeletons at most of their <laughs> positions. Yeah. So, so
1: should be interesting. Not as good um, as a game
0: as we could have hoped with these right. two teams.
1: I am starting Jamichael Hasty though. Oh yeah. On the forty nine side of the ball. Jamichael Hasty also... looked
0: looked real good. Uh, when he's played? he When when he's been a change of pace back, he's looked really good. As the main back last week against Seattle, not as great. The Packers' run defense is is worse than
1: Seattle's. I, le- I, I know I crap on the Seattle defense a lot, and they are bad, but the run defense isn't that bad. No. Nope. It really isn't. The Packers are perhaps the worst run defense in the league, so... I am absolutely fine playing Jermichael Hasty in a game without Jimmy Garoppolo, without Debo Samuel, without, without George Kittle. any of
0: the other running backs it's in the just, backfield. It's
1: just Brandon Ayuk, and it's just Jermichael Hasty. Yep. So I am, I am in on him getting a touchdown this week, in on him getting some work this week, some yardage. Um, and we saw, listen, I'm certainly not comparing him to Dalvin Cook here, but we saw what Dalvin Cook did to the Packers last week. It was nuts. It was it was hard to watch. Uh, so I think he's a wonderful start here.
0: I agree, um, and as someone with Jermichael Hasty on my team, I'm happy to hear you say that. <laughs> my first start of the week it's Broncos Falcons, and I'm starting Jerry Judy. So love it, Judy. I would say he's been disappointing this year, but it's not really been his fault quarterback play has been erratic mm-hmm. the The positions around him have been super injured he has had a few cases of the, of the drops but mm-hmm. he's still that uber talented first round wide receiver that we all know and love and it's the Falcons defense oh yeah and the only other wide receiver on that team that I really trust is Tim Patrick funny to say and he's coming off of injury. He didn't play mm-hmm. last week. I think that this is a pretty good game. This could be Jerry Judy's coming out party. Oh, he yeah. could he could receive 10 targets and have a few touchdowns. It's the Falcons' defense. They're terrible. Yeah.
1: And I think, I honestly, to be fair to Jerry Judy, I think he's only been a bit of a disappointment because all the other top receivers, besides maybe Henry Ruggs, have had crazy seasons. Yeah. Um I will also say I like Noah Fant in this game. The The Falcons are actually the worst defense in the league against tight ends. And Noah Fant led the led the team in targets last week. Yep. So I like that. I like him also. But I'm uh, big on Judy this week. Absolutely put him into your lineup. My next game is Seahawks-Bills. I'm starting Zach Moss. Uh, for those of us who really liked Moss coming to the season, last week was awesome to watch. It was great. He played so good. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, so Devin Singletary is playing, that's still a problem, but I think it'll be a one and one b situation.
0: And Moss is the A.
1: And I think, I think, and Moss is the A simply because I think Moss is better. Yep. Um. So I uh I I think this is going to be a pretty high scoring game. I agree. And I like Zach Moss to find the touch find find the end zone on this one. So uh I'm I'm ready to pop him in there as a flex. Oh for um, sure. Yeah. Certainly.
0: Yeah, and uh I think that Josh Allen's going to play way better than he did last week. He should. The Seahawks secondary is bad. But I also think that he is starting to realize that he's not indestructible. That may be why he's being more cautious with himself and with letting the running backs carry the ball more, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think that Zach Moss could very well transition into the goal line back instead of uh, – uh, Josh Allen's been that for the team for the last year and a half. Yeah. As soon as – I mean, Zach Moss, he proved last week he, he had two touchdowns on six red zone carries. Mm-hmm. Like that. What more do you need?
1: No. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Yeah. So I'm in. You're getting six red zone carries. You're golden. I'm in. Uh, Ravens-Colts. So Mark Ingram's out again. uh, And that led to two huge weeks from J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Mm -hmm. However, they're playing the Colts this week. And I get it. The Steelers are a great running defense. The Colts might be better. It's pretty equal. Mm -hmm. And... I think that you're going to be disappointed. So my sit is those Baltimore running backs.
1: I also think you're going to be disappointed. I think I feel like the Colts. It's so it's so weird because I feel like if you, I feel like the Colts aren't mentioned in like the top defenses. In the no, but they've, but they've been great. Been playing, they've been playing awesome. Yeah, especially against the run. Yeah, horribly horribly hard to run against. Um, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards like that. Neither they're gonna be passing the ball a lot on this one i'm sure um
0: i if the colts offense looks how looked how good it did last week yeah I, um this should be a pretty high scoring game one where the Rams guys do have to throw but
1: one of these guys could fall into the end zone i bet it's gus edwards just because i bet more people start jk dobbins and that's how
0: it works this that team. is how it works and um but who I, knows Mark rooms out they want to have a third running back They've still got Justice Hill on that team. That's they could work him in there also.
1: So, but the other th- the thing to point out is Gus Edwards and um, J.K. Dobbins both had really good weeks. But when we say really good weeks, it was maybe at most 15 points. Yeah. They, neither of them had over 15 points. No. Which is a good week. Great week. Sure, certainly. But it's not like a crazy high, uh-uh. you know, this guy had 25 and, points. And
0: it was both had like 12 carries. Yeah. It wasn't
1: like they... You get 12 carries against this Colts defense, it's not going to be for a lot of yards. Yep. Unless unless it's in the red zone on the goal line, you're not going to find a touchdown that way. So, I can't trust these guys. Yep. All right, my next game is Texans-Jags. Talked about this a little bit er, earlier, and I alluded to it, but um, I'm firing up my Texans. Um, I'm even interested in, you know, Jordan Akins if he's back. I'm
0: interested in pretty um, much every Texan's offensive yeah. weapon. and
1: then uh, I'm fading my Jags, including James Robinson. James Robinson's the one guy who would be like, okay, there's a chance he could squeak out a good fantasy game here.
0: And it's not. And when you say good, it's that 12 to it's 15 points. It's that 12 points. to 15
1: range. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to have the 20-point week. He's not going to have the 30-point week he had two weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. That's not going to happen. I think more likely he's going to be around the eight-point range. Uh, and this could be a very ugly game because their defense is bad. The Texans' offense is good. The Texans' o- defense is bad, but that won't matter because the Jags' <laughs> offense is going to look pretty bad. Yeah. So it is it a divisional
0: game. I I bet it's still pretty close, but yeah. <laughs> also, it's
1: worth noting that the Jags, last time they played the Texans, played like they were like a high school team. They played yeah, so bad. That was really bad. With Gardner-Mancho <laughs> They played and so
0: bad. All right. Uh, my next game here, we talked about it earlier, Panthers-Chiefs. Should be a pretty fun game. I think both these offenses are now to the point where they're going to start showing what they've got, especially against other pretty decent teams. I mean, last week the Chiefs showed what they got, but it was more like Patrick Mahomes was like, okay, I'm just going to throw it 60 yards down the field. It's the Jets. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Here is where they start showing, okay, we can run some confusing formations and start... It's the second half of the season. They're going to start getting ready for playoffs. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good game. And my start is everyone. Literally, I mean, both wide receivers on the Panthers. Tyreek Hill and whatever other receiver you want to start on the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey. My only question is the Chiefs running backs. Oh, Christian McCaffrey and Mike Davis I'd start. Yeah. The Chiefs running backs is a really sketchy situation and even though the Panthers the Panthers' run defense is not horrible but it's not great. It should be one that, that CEH and Le, uh, Le'Veon Bell should take advantage of but I'm going to let this situation develop a little bit more. If you're the manager of either one of those guys, if you've got other options, I'd wait. I, I think I'd still throw CEH out there. He had I'm, six carries last week.
1: Yeah, I think he touches the ball more.
0: I yeah. think he touches the ball more than that. I I probably agree with you. It's just s- sketchy. Yeah. Scary. Not what we thought. Mm-hmm. Alright, my next game is
1: Lions-Vikings. I'm starting DeAndre Swift and Marvin Jones Jr. Kenny Golley's not playing. Marvin Jones will be the guy. He's done it and before. He's,
0: he's shown in the last two or three weeks that he is returning to that form yeah, that we still expected. Got he's still got it. So absolutely start him. The
1: Vikings are not scary on defense. DeAndre Swift... He has started his usage has been going up and up and up and despite the point total last week it's still looking
0: promising. Oh yeah, like I'd, he really didn't it to really was not that much
1: worse last week. He was me, still great. To me
0: it was the best week because he saw the most usage. He he had the most snaps on that team. I think he was like 70 or 80% yeah. of the snaps.
1: So I, I DeAndre Swift is also kind of a buy-live for me. I, he agree. Was I agree. still in not I agree. And I think he could be very useful going down. I think they're going to use him more and more. They've realized that he's the most talented back. Yep. Um, Still a Lions
0: running back. Still
1: a Lions running back. So you know, tamper oof. expectations. Yeah. But, but I'm fine with both of them in this game.
0: And I think I mean again, divisional game. Both these offenses are really good. Both these defenses are questionable. Yep. I think I think you're right. I, I like those starts. All right, Bears Titans. We've kind of poo-pooed David Montgomery all season, mm-hmm. but he is my start. For one simple reason, the Titans run defense is bad and David Montgomery is the only running back on the bears receiving carries and Nick Foles is also bad. So I, his usage is through the roof. And though the eye test for David Montgomery is really bad, you watch him play and you're like, this guy is not a starting running back in the NFL. His peripheral numbers show that he's been better than we think. He's got a lot of broken tackles, a lot of, like, uh, carries inside the red zone, stuff that you want to see from a fantasy running back. He's my start this week. It's it's gross, but I, I think you should feel confident. Okay, I'm, fine with, I'm good
1: with starting him, too. Uh, I've started to tilt over to the side of it's more the Bears' fault than David Montgomery's fault that he's not... I great. agree, yeah. Um... My one thing is the Titans just lost to the Bengals. They did. In a very <laughs> upsetting way. It was embarrassing.
0: Fashion. It was embarrassing. The so Titans think, just, <laughs> the time of possession, it was crazy. Yeah, it,
1: I think there's a chance the Titans come out and absolutely put it to the Bears. If that happens, David Montgomery's not going to have a great game. But Titans are susceptible here. Where they're vulnerable. Yep. They all are. So this could be a close vulnerable. game. Yeah, And if that's true, David Montgomery will absolutely have a good game. So I like it. All right, Giants football team. The Washington football team, I should say. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sitting Devonta Freeman in this game. These he might not even play. He might not even play. I'm just saying, if he does... Start, or
0: sit all Giants running backs if, in this
1: game. If Devonta Freeman plays, I'm sitting him. Yep. Yeah. If he doesn't play, I'm interested in Wayne Gallman.
0: I you would have said
1: the same thing last week against the Bucks. He had yeah. twelve points and a touchdown. That's enough. Yeah, he had. De- he that's he it. Had there's a decent four, game. there's
0: four teams on by people need people. So I'm I'm interested. The only in Wayne question Gullman. is that Alfred Morris saw eight carries last game.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about Alf- Alfred Morris. How many yards did he have? Probably <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Exactly. nothing. Exactly. It's just the
0: usage. I, I don't know.
1: I'm I'm interested in Wayne Wingelman
0: if um, Devon if, if Devon starts. Freeman
1: doesn't play if Freeman starts I'm out on all of them yeah um I like most I like almost every other piece in this game obviously not Kyle Allen that goes what? without saying Daniel Jones I'm interested in uh Sterling Shepard Darius Slayton interested Evan Ingram interested uh Terry McLaurin born, Antonio Gibson interested Logan Thomas who that guy <laughs> Who knows? But I'm interested. Okay, so every, everything besides
0: Devonta Freeman, I like. I'm with you, and another divisional game it should be should be fun to watch. Oh yeah! All right, uh, my next game here is Raiders Chargers. Yet again, divisional game. It's I think we're getting into the weeks where, especially in divisions that are close, the league has scheduled games against each other. Yeah. Um, I think that this is going to be a good game. I mean, any game against the Chargers this year has been a good game because for whatever reason, Justin Herbert's so good. He's leading a great offense. They're winning by 20-plus points. And then they get to the fourth quarter, and it's like Anthony Lynn throws up the, the surrender flag, and they let the other team storm back. Saw it with the Broncos last week. The Broncos ended up winning that game. The Raiders are a better team than the Broncos are. yeah, they're a better team than the Chargers are right now. I probably and uh, so anyway long long story short I'm starting Henry Ruggs. The Chargers defense is not as good as we pictured it being just all the injuries they're seeing mm-hmm. and I think that this is a close enough game that John Gruden is gonna not run. Josh Jacobs thirty two times or whatever. Oh, that won't
1: happen again unless they plan another rain heavy, yeah,
0: beat him up game. So he's gonna use his fun weapon, run Henry, uh, run Henry Ruggs down the field, long touchdown, and I think we start to see this more and more. Henry Ruggs is a startable option for me in fantasy from here on out. I agree with you. I would just like to
1: say it's the Chargers. So, I've been saying that for weeks, and it's remained true. All right, my next game is Dolphins-Cardinals. I'm sitting Dolphins running backs. Miles Gaskin is out. It might be Matt Breda. Uh, Jordan Howard might get some work. I guarantee he gets some work. He is probably active. Um, I am not confident enough in Matt Breda or or Jordan Howard to play either of them. I'm going to wait and see. If they're on your team, hold them. Don't drop them. Don't get rid of them. They're worth a roster spot, but... So,
0: coming into last week, we said don't have high expectations for Tua. We have breaking news. Matthew Stafford is on the COVID list, so he oh, will not be playing. Do not play Marvin Jones anymore. Do not play Marvin Jones. Play DeAndre, play DeAndre Swift. Swift. Yes, play DeAndre Swift. Wow, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. Oh, who was it? Is it is David Blow? Or... It might still be David Blow. Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> either no, he's, way, he's the Broncos. Yes, yeah, I think it's David Blow still. Uh, um, either way, do not play Marvin Jones. Okay, returning to the uh, Dolphins Cardinals. Last week we said don't get your hopes up for Tua, thinking that it was going to be just a crazy good game for the Rams. they just beat him to pieces. Yeah, that was not the case. No, you shouldn't have had your expectations high for Tua because he touched the ball like. Thirty times. It
1: wasn't him that made it a blowout. It was the defense. Yes. that just killed the Rams.
0: Yeah. So the Dolphins just destroyed the Rams. I think this game's a lot closer. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals' offense is better than the Rams is. Yeah. And I think that and their defense is worse than the Rams is. So two of them might get to air the ball out a little bit more. I'm with you. Sit your Dolphins running backs. Before I move on. I mentioned that the Cardinals were playing the Seahawks. I was incorrect. Still play Chase Edmonds. The Dolphins' defense is not that much better than the Seahawks is. It's better for sure. Not uh, not against running backs. And uh, I'm in on Chase Edmonds this week. I am too. I am
1: too. All
0: right. Steelers Cowboys. Sate your Cowboys. I'm... We don't have to talk. about We don't this. have to talk Let's about this game. It's Cowboys. gonna it's gonna be hard to watch. I think. Yeah. Sit the Cowboys. Start your Steelers. Start every Steeler that you yeah, have. That Eric all, Ebron. I think Alder. I'm I'm in on all four wide receivers. Eric Ebron, James Conner.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in on them all. Yeah. All right. Next game is Saints Bucks. I'm sitting all my Saints wide receivers that aren't named Michael Thomas. Yep. Uh, and then I'm sitting Antonio Brown, especially if Chris Godwin plays. If he doesn't play, he becomes more interesting. But I still even if Chris Godwin doesn't play, Bruce Arians isn't gonna put antonio brown in a bunch no it'll just be scotty miller or or justin Justin, Watson. yeah Yeah. so i'm i'm i've already talked about antonio brown i think the saints wide receivers you're not even that tempted to play them but no
0: don't their top option is deontay harris i Mm -hmm. think this week um i think the bucks win this game pretty badly Uh, that's they're playing so good right now that's the only thing that Except makes me for, think, the freaking Giants. Yeah, well, that's the only thing that... I told you. I told you, Danny Dimes in primetime. <laughs> I had to bring it up on the, on the podcast. You did, you did tell me. You uh, did not believe you. The only thing that Antonio Brown has is that I think Bruce Arians... He's known for running games up, even when the game's over. Yeah. Um, and I think that especially because they lost in kind of a devastating fashion to the Saints in Week 1, mm-hmm. he might come out here and just give it everything he's got. Yeah. So if you have to start antonio brown i'm not that upset about it yep. but i'm i think that you're right if if you have the choice sit antonio brown um our last game of the week monday night football <sighs> i it's gonna be hard to have this game on mm-hmm. uh it's sad to go from from the saints bucks to the pats jets I'm sitting everyone. I'm I'm not wanting to play a single fantasy option in this game. Even if Jamison Crowder's healthy and active, he's coming off of injury. I, I he's the only one that I'm willing to play, but everyone else in this game, it's going to be hard to watch. You're going to talk about Jamison Crowder for a second.
1: No, no. I although I do like Jamison Crowder. If he's playing this week, I would I, I'm interested in playing him because if he plays this week, he's going to have 10 targets.
0: He will. So, but it's against the Pats' defensive back. Sure, sure. Uh, it, uh,
1: crazy take of the week. This is the one the Jets steal. I think I'm for it. I think is the I'm one, for it. I've been talking about it for a couple weeks now that the Jets are going to steal a game. It's super hard to be on 16 I think they're going to steal a game. And it's just like I can read it right... I can see it so vividly in my mind right now. The Patriots. Lose the to
0: the Patriots Jets.
1: The Patriots lose to the... T- the worst, one of the worst teams we've we ever seen,
0: Jets. Yep. Because they're just not that good this year. No. And the reason that I'm not starting... I mean, the Patriots have decent options. Whether it be... I mean, Damian, Damian Harris has shown out the last couple weeks. Uh, Jacoby Myers has mm-hmm. been a lot better at wide receiver. Cam looked better last week. Still, something's
1: wrong with that Something guy. Something
0: is wrong with him. And I think that the Jets... I think you're right this is a close game it could be like 12 to 9 but i'm, I'm saying the jets steal this one all right um, my jets <laughs> <laughs> do not call them your jets <laughs> do not do it adam Gase is their head oh. coach all right well this one ran a little longer than we wanted but i'm i'm glad we got to be in your ears at least one time this week mm-hmm.
1: happy to do it um this was I, th- I think this turned out to be a really good episode for us uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully on Tuesday, for oh, you yeah. guys, yeah. to recap what's happening, what's what's happened in Week Nine. Hopefully, we get uh, at some least a great few football. good
0: games, uh,
1: and we can all uh, get ready to watch the Packers and uh, who's playing on Thursday night? The Packers and the Niners. Oh, and the Niners. Yeah, watching the Packers and the Niners on Thursday. Hopefully, that's a good game, and then we get to end it all, seeing the Jets Pats, beat Jets. up on the Pats.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. See you next week, guys.